Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This time on Vet Story. He's a world-famous rock star with a veteran connection that few know about. I'm not an outsider looking in. I'm, I'm a gold star kid. He's a founding member of the James Gang. legendary guitarist of the Eagles. Known for being one of the wildest entertainers in rock and roll. All the uh, things that you've heard are true. His songs have been on millions of mixtapes and movie soundtracks like Fast Times at Ridgemount High. No shirt, no shoes, no dinosaur. But it may be a little-known fact that he's a big supporter of U.S. military veterans. I'm getting more and more involved with veteran affairs and issues. This is Joe Walsh. Rock legend Joe Walsh, it's good to talk to you, man. Well, it's great to talk to you. I'm glad you guys are up and running. You know, since the start of ConnectingVets.com, we've really wanted to do things and kind of talk to veterans, veteran to veteran. Because the one thing that we all share in common here is we've all served. And it's something I recently learned about you. And I'm ashamed to say I didn't know this about you. But before rock, before fame, you were the son of a military man. And if the term would have been around back then, or maybe it just wasn't really known... But you would have been what's called a member of a Gold Star family. Yeah, I would have. I, uh, my father died in 1949, and I wasn't quite two years old. Uh, I never really talked about it, but uh, I'm I'm getting more and more involved with veteran affairs and issues. And so I just thought I'd throw that in. I'm I'm not an outsider looking in. I'm I'm a gold star kid. All right, let's click pause real quick on the interview and just note that that's a pretty incredible fact that I didn't even know. And I've been in rock and roll radio for like 20 years, but it wasn't until I got the press release about the Vets Aid event that I learned of the real story of Joe Walsh's real father. He was stationed on the Japanese island of Okinawa in the late 1940s. And he was a flight instructor where he died in a plane crash when Joe was just 20 months old. In the press release, he's quoted as saying, War is hell for everyone involved. I lost my father when I was a baby before I could even make a memory of him. Joe went on to say he stopped counting the number of friends he lost in the Vietnam War or that came home forever scarred mentally or physically or both. 
He went on to say, we've only just begun to appreciate the long-term impacts on our troops coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan. And also in the press release, he talked about being a longtime activist for veteran relief, a subject which will come up later in our interview about his experience with some veterans at Walter Reed Medical Center. But first, we wanted to talk to him more about what Vets Aid is and what's going down on September 20th, 2017. Tell me about how you decided to throw the concert and, you know, why you got involved with something like this. Well, I, I, distort, I decided to uh, form an organization, and uh, we decided to call it Vets Aid. Here's the deal. In my experience, there are some organizations that are bigger than others. And the big ones are good. They spend a lot of money in the administration of the organization. Now, in Washington, D.C., and they have to lobby Congress, or if they have a big headquarters, that's okay. But in my travels across the country, I've come across some smaller uh, little little pockets uh, in places I go where there are organizations that are vet-operated, and they're making a huge difference because they're in areas that the big organizations can't really get into and do much other than awareness. And so these little groups are... It really in the trenches, and and I've seen them, and 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 I've seen what they're doing, and and they're hanging on by a thread. But it's those people that I decided uh, I wanted to help, and and they should keep going. So that's what Vets Aid is all about. I'm looking for organizations nationwide who are approved by vets and who have a, a really good track record in helping people with success. And so Vets Aid is kind of exactly what you're doing. It's a resource center for vets who from time to time something will come up that they want to know about or, or need help with. And VetsAid.org will be a place to go. Now, I talked my head off, but that covers VetsAid. Very cool. And I'll say this, your organization certainly sounds cooler than ours because you've, you know, you've paired up with some really cool artists for this VetsAid concert, uh, the likes of the Zac Brown Band. Salute the ones who die, the ones that give their lives so we don't have to sacrifice. All the things we love, like our chicken fries and cold beer on a Friday night. Keith Urban. And I want to love somebody, love somebody like you. Yeah. Guitar whiz Gary Clark Jr. Can I ask how you got those guys involved with your concert? You know, I, I saw Willie Nelson turn Farm Aid into something that happens every year. And, and so I'm kind of 
modeling after farm aid with vets aid. Hopefully, this is the first of of many many concerts and and events where vets can come together. Everybody was out touring or had commitments, and so my first round of asking people was discouraging. And then, out of nowhere, Keith Urban called up and said, Hey, can I come? Wow. And, you know, I I didn't know whether to put it off till next year or wait. I was discouraged. And if you just hang on long enough, people show up. And and Gary Clark Jr. called, and he said, Well, you know, I, I do have a schedule conflict, but I'd much rather play with you guys and what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to come. And then uh, Zach Brown had committed to coming, but in between shows, just by himself. He said, I really want to be there, but it's pretty impossible to get what I need there for my whole band to play. And he said, so I'll just come and I'll play with Keith's band or your band or something. And then he changed that. He said, you know what? If everybody else is going, I'm going to. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and he, you know, it's funny, Joe, is he was just here in the D.C. area not too long ago. So Yeah, I know. He, yeah. You know, he just did a U-turn and doubled back. Uh, so appreciated, man. That's great. Yeah, so, you know, I, I was amazed, uh, and and a whole bunch of other people just playing, had a tour conflict or something going on, but they said next year we'll be there. So, with great hopes for the future, I think I got the ball rolling, and I think, uh, I, I think we're on to something really good. Right on, right on, man. Hey, we've talked about yeah. some names everybody recognizes. Can we just chat a little bit about some of the organizations and the not recognizable names that we are supporting in this initiative? Sure. Let's talk to me a little bit about Operation Mend. Well, that is uh, that is one with a really good track record. I, I think Senator Tammy Duckworth uh, sent that in. Tammy's a senator from Illinois, and uh, she was a Blackhawk helicopter pilot and got shot down and uh, lost both her legs. But she's now a U.S. senator. And like I said, she's aware of some of these organizations that uh, that she totally approves of. And I'm, I'm asking for people who know of such places to go ahead and let us know, and we'll build the base of, of who we're going to try and help. Sure. And in fact, you know, if you don't mind, I'll just list a couple of the other ones that we're supporting, that you're supporting with Vets Aid. And uh, that's Higher Heroes USA. We had them on the air recently. Yeah. The Warrior Canine Connection, Semper Fi Fund, Children of the Fallen, Patriots Foundation, uh, Stop Soldier Suicide, and Swords to Plowshares, all of which are addressing current needs that are huge in the veteran community. And the last one I'll mention, I've got a personal association with, but TAPS. And that's the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. They really helped a buddy of mine. Rather, they helped his family. He was KIA in Afghanistan. And for those that don't know, TAPS is the resource that families can lean on. And they do tremendous things for families that lose a loved one to war. And um, yeah, I just thank you for supporting that, Joe. Well, you know, there, there's all kinds of different areas. There, there's basic survival 
One of my, uh, something that gets me upset is, is homeless vets. So there, there's basic survival helping those guys. And then there's the prosthetic people mm-hmm. who are backed up waiting for help. And then there are, the, there are the suicidal people. And then there's the families, the gold star families. And that's a whole nother thing. Uh, there's an organization called Snowball Express. They're based out of Dallas, and their sponsor is American Airlines. And in December, they're having an event for Gold Star kids and families. And they're sending uh, American Airlines planes to all the major hubs that they have. They're going to, for free, load up kids and families and bring them to Dallas for a three-day deal. Wow. And, and I'm going to go speak at that. And so Snowball Express is another one. This is a three-day kind of camp for kids and families to come together and share and be with each other. In my experience, you know, if if you can come together and not feel so isolated and alone, uh, that's the first step in healing. What a tremendous thing. Sticking together is what gets us through any kind of loss, any kind of tragedy. And certainly when you lose a family member to something like, you know, war, the togetherness is just so, so important. You've also done some important things for trying to help veterans heal. And I understand you were at Walter Reed Medical Center and you did something kind of interesting there with the vets. Um, You played some guitar and you gave some guitar lessons. Tell me a little bit about your experience with those guys. Every time that... The Eagles played in, in Washington, D.C. I would go uh, to the hospital, to the uh, to the vet's branch of it. Uh, there's, there's a big prosthetic floor there where, where they rehab people once they, once they get their prosthetic limb. But I would go, and, and I didn't really know what to do. So I decided I would go anyway and just feel it out. So I, I, I met everybody, started talking and, and a whole bunch of them are want to be musicians, you know? So luckily one of them had a guitar. And so, uh, we got that tuned up and then guys started asking me, how do you play this or how do you play that? And so it turned into a whole guitar seminar. And that was wonderful. I, I just, I just showed up without really knowing if they'd know who I was or or what in the world can I do to help. And that just turned out great. I, I did that uh, five or six times while, uh, while the Eagles were on tour. And uh, it made a world of difference. You might have inspired one of the next rock greats, <laughs> which is pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. I think you took oh, guitar yeah. lessons Well, maybe a whole Walsh. band will come out of that. I'd like to hear them. <laughs> Hey, speaking of whole bands, um, I have to say that uh, if the Eagles were around and they were brand new today, I would almost wonder if they would be considered a country band because some of the sounds, some of the melodies, some of the harmonies you guys had back then are are reflected in modern country. Uh, Do you foresee, like the 70s, a resurgence in politically oriented, military-minded rock and roll? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm the old guard, you know. There's a whole, there's a whole new, uh, a whole new direction for music in general in the digital age. 
and uh, and there's no record company infrastructure anymore, so it's all on the internet. So I'm trying to navigate that along with everybody else. But I I, I do see a lot of young groups. You know, uh, there's musicians that are really good who weren't even alive when our records came out, and they're kind of aware of them. Uh, you know. When I went to college in the late 60s, we had Vietnam going on. And my generation, we were kind of naive, but we we thought we were going to change the world with music. And we were talking revolution and, and all of this and all of that and uh, fix everything. And in retrospect, that was naive because we didn't get that done at all. But the music was important. And what we said was important. And there are some great songs that people still sing that came out of that, my generation. So I think it's very important for young people to look at the world around them and make statements about it. Paul McCartney said, the world doesn't need another silly love song, and whether it does or not. Some songs with meaning and substance, I think, will do nothing but good. So I encourage people to do that. The one thing that my generation found with our music is that it's very healing. It's very healing. People listen to it in times of emotional distress, and it helps them get through it. And the other thing is people come to our concert, and they go home different. They go, they go home happy and, and uh, recharged. So somewhere in there, I think I said something. <laughs> no, indeed, Joe. You said a lot, and the only thing I did not interrupt you and mention uh, is that, uh, yeah, you went to college already in a tumultuous area. I mean, era. You also went to the Kent State, which has been penned in songs of classic rock fame and legend. And uh, yeah, the music you guys made certainly did make a difference. It may have not stopped wars, but uh, uh, I think it's very, very cathartic to hear that music as a prescription, can be an important part of recovery. And just as the NAM-era vets were returning and needing to recover, uh, the modern-era veterans need to do so also. And uh, to that, I wanted to ask you a little bit about not only music being a prescription for their therapy and not only the guitar therapy that you've provided with the guys at Walter Reed, but um, could I ask your thoughts on medical cannabis for scientific research uh, and with respect to veterans suffering from TBI and PTS, have you had any thoughts on that as we kind of move into that era? Boy, you know, I haven't. Uh, I don't know where that would go. I know there's a lot of experiments with with dogs as companions, and I know there's a lot of work with transcendental meditation for vets, and there's work with horses and ongoing different ways to try and heal. But I don't know about dedicating vets to, to research programs other than that. I know that there's a lot of, of the, the smaller organizations that are really having great, great success. It seems like the horses and, the, and, and the, the companion dogs really work. 
but I don't know of any major uh, organization who's who's doing what what you what you said. Sure, sure. And certainly, you know, as a guy who's recovered and lived through the era of excess and is now on the right path and clean and sober and doing much better, you know, it's a slippery slope anytime we talk about medicating. I just wondered, you know, your thoughts on cannabis only because I, I know that there's a um, a real concern about the slippery slope that the vets get on when they start taking heavy medications to treat the pain and the psychological trauma that may surface later after they return home. I, I agree. How do I say this? There is a uh, almost emergency in the country right now about addiction, and it's addiction to all kinds of things, not just alcohol or cocaine. There's a big with prescription drugs. There were, is it West Virginia has declared a state of emergency for the state because so many young people have moved into heroin, mm-hmm. yeah, I which read that. is so easy to get. Now, there are prescription drugs that you can get that are prescribed to you for pain. But when that runs out, you have a dependency on the prescription drugs. And there's no program in place to help you recover from that. And so a lot of young people, and I would think vets too, they need to keep doing it. Mm. And heroin is cheap on the streets. I would say that the country is in, in a state of emergency in terms of addiction in general. Yeah, man. And I know that comes from the heart. You were known at one time as one of the hardest partiers in rock and roll. And uh, drugs were your demon. Uh, you kicked them. Tell me about it. Oh, it was. And uh, I'm sober 23 years. And I have a wonderful life now. You know, it's so hard to ask for help. The phone can weigh 40 pounds if you're going to pick it up and call somebody and ask for help. But that's the first step in recovery. And we need uh, resources like that for vets so that they know what to do, be it your show or hotlines or websites. The vets need to know where help is. Because when you don't know where help is, your only option is more drugs. And if you have a moment of clarity and you can ask for help, that's what saves lives. And so as much as I'm active in vet affairs and stuff, I I also am very much involved with addiction awareness and, and treatment. Mm, very cool. And I love the line, Joe, about the phone can weigh 40 pounds because whether it's addiction or whether it's uh, suicide prevention, uh, reaching out and picking up that phone, making that first call to somebody, a friend, an organization, a helpline, that's the critical step that needs to happen. And that's why I'm really pleased as a veteran to see that somebody like you has stepped up, created Vets Aid, this huge concert that will feature Joe Walsh. The Zach Brown Band, Gary Clark Jr., and country legend Keith Urban. Um, I'm so glad to see you guys putting this show on because you're going to make a difference in the organizations you're supporting. And uh, there's more information about the whole show, about all the organizations you're supporting. How can we find that info? Oh, vetsaid.org. Cool. Vets. Or my website, joewalsh.com. Either of those will have all the information on that. And vetsaid.org. 
org is going to be growing and growing as we as we get online with it. So please, if you're in trouble, ask for help. It's out there. And, you know, I stayed alcoholic for many years because every time I realized I was in trouble and thought about getting help, I had no idea how to do it. And eventually I found a situation where I could get into recovery. But I'm sure that there's people out there that just think it's too high of a mountain to climb. And I'm I'm telling you, it isn't. There's life after addiction, and it's really good. And if I had a message, a little a little beam of light to throw out there, it, it's what I just said. Well, we thank you for it, and I know we're going to see lots of beams of light. We're going to hear some great messages, and uh, it's all going to go down at the Eagle Bank Arena in Fairfax, Virginia, on September 20th for Vets Aid 2017. Um, any surprises for the show? Anything up your sleeve that we might not know about? Oh, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. I, I think there's probably, it's going to turn into a big jam session at the end uh-huh. because everybody who's performing wants to play with somebody else. So we're going to have to make that possible. And, and I don't know who's going to show up. Outstanding, man. Safe travels in the meantime, and uh, we'll see you soon for Vets Aid 2017. Mr. Joe Walsh, thank you for your time. You got it. I'm Phil Briggs, and I'll share with you another vet story soon on ConnectingVets.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.